so if you're with me the the previous podcast will definitely add some meat and bones to some of the things I'm about to say and why I'm kind of in my headspace about this. This is a podcast where I definitely don't have the answers at all. Um but one of the things I I mentioned in my last um podcast was um one of the the women that a new acquaintance and and I will say this too, you, you don't give everybody access to your natal chart. That is something very sacred. And I could tell even the way that we made sure to sit somewhere quiet. And she's like, you, you know, don't share this out with everyone and type of thing in the sense of like, who can hear or buy pastors and stuff. So, and energetically, I I knew it was okay um, type of a thing. But this is not stuff that you just give out to the commoner person or stuff like that. Um, and some people consider it as your spiritual social security card type of thing. But anyways, so, so since it came out, let's address that too. But one of the things I wanted to say was I mentioned how I had had my, my natal chart run, I want to say about maybe like three and a half, four years ago. And she confirmed some of the same exact things. I mean, like the core elements but she did it in a more succinct and concise manner um, quickly. And she said there was so much more we had to cover. But, you know, we were both moving at lightning speed for as long as I, my, I could keep up with it and stuff. But, you know, I think about people, people are so adverse to getting the full breadth of their natal chart. I've said this before, and it's not that I'm the author of this, but we are so much more than just our sun signs. We do ourselves a disservice when we just ascribe ourselves to what is our sun sign. We have our moon, we have our rising, our communication, our you know, our Mercury, our our um our Venus, our midhaven, we have our twelve houses, we have the degrees, right? The nodes and the trines and triangles and all these different things are Saturn returns and we are far more complex than any of us could even begin to manage it and that's why sometimes it does sound silly when you say like oh I can't stand Gemini's or I can't stand Taurus or I can't stand you know Capricorn or Sagittarius you know um, because you can have a Sagittarius that has a Pisces Mercury and if you like talking to Pisces it's like well how come this Sagittarius is different you know um but uh this this so one of the things I think about what would my life be like if I had had my natal chart run earlier in life and I came to the understanding that my life partner is not until later in life. And I don't have to be bogged down with going from relationship to relationship. And what if I was free to really develop mastery in the things that I know that I was here for? Like understanding more about health, understanding more about wealth, archiving that type of information. And understanding that later in life, you know, I'm going to be ascending to these measures so now let me aggregate all of this information for when that time comes and I am not gonna 
feel the bend uh, of, you know, like when I go to lunch and my friend's like, so how's the love life? How, you're not dating yet? Best way to get, you know, over someone is to get under someone else. And it's like, no, I'm fine. My guy will find me later in life and at the right time. I have stuff I have to do. I have to pre- prepare for this crisis or opportunity. And even I think when, uh, you know, there's so much pressure because it's kind of like, okay, after high school, you're supposed to finish college, get a job, boom. You're supposed to have career, purpose, mission, da-da-da. My stuff is later on in life. So, yeah, I, I still made it, but it's kind of like I would just move so much more differently. Um, and 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 I did think about, you know, would people... When it comes to like the relationship stuff, um, what if you get your chart run and it's like, nope, no love life for you? I think it would be difficult, but at the same time, like that's part of your inner work. It's kind of like, oh, well, and and again, this is the other thing too. <clears throat> we are dynamic beings, right? So we are not confined to, um. Everything is not set in stone, right? For every decision you make, there are like hundreds and thousands of other variable possibilities, right? And so um, I talked about how one of my favorite movies, I think it was something called something, the Something Bureau. Something Bureau. But it's like you could see the way they illustrated it so beautifully. It's like, when you make one decision, it changes the course of the direction. And so if you're making decisions throughout the day, they start to lead. But there's so many options and variables. And, you know, do I go to the mall today? Do I go here today? Do I travel here? Who am I meeting? Who am I exchanging numbers with? Who do I return their call? You know, um, type of thing. Which which applications do I submit? Where do I live? Where You know, all of these things that can take you down so many paths. But I think that sometimes it's kind of like you have to intuitively know, like, let's say I had my chart run and it's like, well, the reason you're having all these problems with the relationships that you had is because um, you weren't meant to be in a relationship. I would have been like, I don't know. Let's take it for what it is. Oh, man, that sucks. Might try to go against the grain um, and, and find out still have love there or be like, oh, wow, this gives me liberty to travel, explore life, build up my income, pour into my into my, you know, surroundings and and build a non-nuclear family and come to some peace to it, um, you know. And so the emotions within the emotions, it's kind of like their guidelines and their templates. But I would like to think if I had known this earlier, it would have made me a little bit more confident to be like, um. No, I'm not going to be pigeonholed. My, you know, my my dude's coming later in life. And even now, you if you heard in my last one, I was talking about the space I'm in right now. <laughs> For an XY to get within my space, you, you have to have certain parameters or a certain essence or aura about yourself. Um, for, for you to even... <laughs> 
get to be blessed to hear the sound of my voice. And I'm not even saying that from a narcissistic standpoint. It's just kind of like, I understand that being around a woman, I am sitting on one of the most precious resources and assets on the face of earth known to man, literally. Right? And... You have to recognize that it's a blessing for you to come into my presence. But I had to understand that for myself first. So I don't I don't get into these back and forth with these with these guys on these podcasts. I don't even talk to them. I'm not even in their spaces. And like I said, for you to be out and about, you're not going to be able to even <laughs> get close to me type of a thing. That that should be a blessing and an honor, something that you should work for and strive for. Right. And again, not even in a in a cocky way, but I had to learn that I had to learn the beauty of of um, my feminine essence. Right. And it's not feminine essence in the sense of like, it doesn't mean like if I go out there barefaced and no makeup and hair in a ponytail and no manicure, no perfume in, in jogging sweatpants or whatever, that I'm not in my feminine essence. There's so much more to to it, you know, um, from the thought process and how we engage with each other and the the type of light or energetic um, transform transmission of energy that 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 happens. So, yeah, I don't know. I was just thinking about that, but it is what it is. Um, you you get to a point where you learn to live with no regrets. And I also want you to recognize, too, like I said, you know, one person can interpret it as crisis or chaos around Saturn return surrounding finances. And I can be like, oh, my gosh, I don't know if I can handle it. Or I can be like, oh, OK, you know what? I think I feel comfortable with that. A lot of, you know, mm. I grew up in the church, so one of the verses, one of the stories in the Bible talks about how Joseph had a dream. Oh, no, no, not Joseph. The the Pharaoh, Pharaoh Potiphar had a dream, and he was looking for people to interpret his dream. And long story short, Joseph was able to interpret the dream, but basically the um, the Pharaoh had a dream that the seven fat cows ate the seven skinny cows but they but they um but they were still kind of like oh no no I think I, it was all the way I think it was like the seven skinny cows ate the seven fat cows but they still remained skinny I think it was something like that because he was so puzzled as to why the the fat cows didn't get you know the skinny ones fat or something and then there was like bales of of hay and it was the same thing too like even though they were taking on more than what they appeared to have they were still diminished and so he interpreted that to say oh you're going to have seven years of abundance followed by seven years of famine and so um he put joseph in charge of making sure that during that time of abundance that they had silos to store the extra whatever they weren't consuming um and 
whatever wasn't rationed out, they would put it towards, um, they would preserve it for the times of famine. And so that's why I was like, well, I'm not even going to worry about that. I'm going to diversify my income to such a way that if one thing gets crippled, then I still have stuff to fall back on. And I'm not, I'm going to make sure not to over leverage myself and overextend myself until I pass through what could be a, a stormy or turbulent time in my life. But remember, Every time you have crisis, that is an opportunity for uh, uh, crisis is the if I'm not mistaken, the Japanese word for it's the Japanese or Chinese word that means opportunity. And um, I learned that in my graduate school when we talk about marketing and creative stuff like that, you know, um, but how do you turn it into opportunities? How do you transmute or alchemize that energy? Right. And how do you protect yourself from that? So there's pros and cons to to running the natal charts. I wouldn't, I think, I wouldn't say there's cons. Um, I think the only con would be if you take it as Bible and you don't understand that you are dynamic, meaning that you are moving, breathing, living being. Um, and so you have the ability to... Um, take ownership of your life. And that was another thing that she told me too. She's like, you are very much in control of your life. And she's like, you're just like me. I control my life and my outcome. She's like, you're fortunate because some people are under the control of other people and they're not able to get out from under, you know, whatever it is that they're going through. Now that's a whole different story um, type of a thing. But at the end of the day, I do believe that I have autonomy. I do believe that the locus of control at the end of the day lies within myself. And um, I'm just here to make the best out of life, um, either by what I know intuitively or just feeling my way around. Um, but absolutely getting my natal chart has run. I think like even for my niece, um, it doesn't go too far, too deep because she is, she's still a minor. She's still a teenager and stuff. But because of her placements, I, she, right now she's very much air. So very much logical, very intellectual, um, for the most part tends to be unbothered, but later on has the cancer element coming up. Cancers are all about family, sentimental, so it's likely that she's going to want a loving relationship and have the, the kiddos as a complementary aspect to her um, to her intellect, right? So it's something I know I can prepare for coming down the pipeline type of a thing. But, but it's like, it's that affirmation like, no, 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 it's in your chart, you know, probably a little bit sooner than auntie's. Don't worry about that. Stay in your headspace, stay in your intellectual, stay in your book smarts and the right person if that's what it's. And then now you can better understand if there's compatibilities there, you know. Um, and, and now you're having more of a um, seasoned or um, educated. <laughs> Some people, you know, they don't really feel that way about it, but. A little bit more of a um, comprehensive 
understanding and and compatibility too because I feel like I don't know at some point you know it knowing what I know now right before the my last breakup with the with the last guy it was something coming anyways because we had been on three and a half years and I had so many other things going on in the background so I wasn't trying to really pigeonhole him but at the same time I was expecting him to take leadership in terms of relationships and you know take the the reins on that but I was starting to ask questions and stuff and um (laughs) he was kind of squirming around the type of thing but if I had run the chart earlier on I would have seen that we are not compatible in terms of long-term outcomes and then that I could have protected my heart from just the unnecessary rigmarole, right? Um, And I know that's not the most popular opinion, but like I said, and I'll close out with this, it is kind of funny because I'm in a space right now where (coughs) the the idea of relationship later in life (coughs) Yeah, no, I'm good. You know, we can skip over that whole part. And I don't feel like if I if I don't um, succumb to that, then I'm just off assignment. You know, watch me get to those pearly gates and divine sources like you did not get into the relationship at the later part of your life. And so now you must come back into life as a squirrel. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) It's, you know the it's there for the taking um i can tell you it's gonna have to be something very very amazing but i'm not holding my breath i'm not holding my breath on that one um i have other things to focus on right now like i said like now that i understand i'm on the pinnacle of going into another area of my life i need to cross my t's and dot my i's make sure that i really understand things the way i need to um and get my ish together and and continue to prepare for that that next phase of my life so you know for, listen for all you know it could be later in life and it would be like on my deathbed or something like you know so I like listen I'm not holding my breath it is what it is you're welcome to stick around for the journey um and uh, you know maybe in 20 30 years from now I'm like y'all I've met the one he treats me like a lady and he's caring and intellectual and he stimulates my mind and my body and he's handsome when he puts his dentures in. And when we go walking with our walk, go dancing with our walkers, you know, it's amazing. Now, I do have to give him some pills to get him, you know, functioning. But it is worth every single minute of the love making. And he just makes me feel so special. This is something I've been waiting for all my life. Now, I don't know why I'm probably going to have a southern accent. 
now in the next 30 years, but I don't know, maybe I'll move down to Texas. I've always wanted to move down to Texas, y'all. Low key. Until um, this one lady I, I met, another acquaintance kind of friend type of thing. She was like, girl, you do not want to move to Texas. They got flying cockroaches, like scorpions, snakes. I was like, oh, I was like clutching my imaginary pearls. And she was cracking up at me. I was like, yeah, no, I'm glad you told me that because I'm not. Mm-mm, I'm going to move out to Nevada. Move out to Nevada. Mm, Summerlin, y'all. That's where you're going to find me. I'm going to get a, uh, a house out here and one in Summerlin. Nevada, and then after that, I have a little bit more time to figure out where around the, you know, 50 United States I want to get another property, but for now, I'll work on, there's a there's a place out here that I, I want to get a property, and then Nevada also, so. All right, y'all, until the next one. Oh, so I have another hour before I go watch, um... Another video that's scheduled for an hour or 45 minutes from now. Still listening to the quantum lady. Um, And she stays dropping gems or or whatever. Um, I'm trying to figure out if I want to do a snack. I could do a snack. But I'm going to have to eat with one of my friends tomorrow. Her birthday's tomorrow. Oh, real quick. I um, So somebody told me today, today is April Fool's Day. So... I was like, oh, man, I never planned for these. I have done the whole telling my parents I'm pregnant. But like after the second or third time I did it, they're like, you don't even have a boyfriend. So how would that happen? And I'm like, damn it. So um, this morning I, I called my parents after they told me. So I'm like, hmm, I'm going to get my parents. So I'm thinking like, what can I tell them? What can I tell them? So um, I told them I was like, I called and I'm like, oh, I got bad news. And they're like, what's wrong? You know, but I already should have known because he was just like, usually he'd be more worried to be like, what? Or whatever. So I'm like, so, um, I have bad news. I was like, I slammed my car into the back of your of your car. And um, it is demolished. And my, my dad's like, well, I know today is April Fool's Day. But in the, in that split second, my mom was like, what? She Did she hit the car? and stuff and so I just started laughing we all just started laughing I'm like I'm glad my parents are at least kind of present and my dad has an amazing sense of humor but he's like well I know today is April Fool's Day so nice try and I was like oh I could have kept going because my mom and I was like dad you spoiled it because mom believed me and I was gonna tell her that at least you're not gonna charge me insurance money to get the car repaired and stuff and then (laughs) they would have been feeling like uh-oh, you need to fix that car, girl, like, oh, man, so that was funny, we had a good laugh about that, but yeah, they were at church, y'all, they they was in church, and I had forgotten, because I'm a heathen, so I may let them go back to their, um, to their, you know, thing that they do, and so, oh, we had an earthquake yesterday, y'all, I was in bed and the bed said do 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 and I was like but I think when you when you grow up around earthquakes it doesn't freak you out you just like write it out you know so I was like oh it's an earthquake text my parents earthquake over here 
give it like two to three minutes and then go to the website and it will tell you like the magnitude and where the epicenter was. And I'm like, okay, yeah, it was an earthquake. Just go about the day. And one of my friends was like, oh, there could be aftershocks. I'm like, yeah, I didn't feel anything, but um, any aftershocks. But yeah, that's what's going on in good old California, eh? Until then, I am hungry. I'm going to go get a snack. And part of the issue is because um, when I do work out, I do burn through my... And I'm not getting enough calories. And so, but if you don't eat enough, your body holds on to more too. So I have to find that fine balance of making sure I get enough and not starving myself. But I still need fasted state. So, and it's still early. It's relatively early so I'm I'm gonna go find something to snack on and then oh I have turkey bites y'all I love turkey bites um I think I told you the name brand of those they're like little cut up sausages and they're like um they're like kind of like jerky I had turkey jerky too the other day it was so good it did it um got me with the assignment I stayed full that's the thing with um those type of meats, they kind of keep you full. They have the protein and whatnot. So, but I will be grateful for the turkeys who gave their lives. And um, if you kind of wonder where I'm going with that, just listen to my last podcast and some new stuff I learned. Excuse me, but um, I will make sure to convert that energy for good use and, you know, build muscle to go about my day and have strength and nourishment enough to continue to be a positive high, high vibrational being and to just transmute that energy to where it's, it's a higher better peaceful frequency so I still had some left but I, I'll probably really um just pay attention to how much meat I'm consuming I I I've been craving like the Medit- Luna Grill y'all if you have a Luna Grill near you, the falafel is one of the best I've had. Um, one of my former bosses, he was like into archaeology and stuff, and he liked Middle Eastern food, and I used to have to order the stuff. And you would think that the quality would be good, but this is some of the best um, food I've I've ever had, and um, I've had it like. I wouldn't say three days in a row, but I've consistently ordered it three times over about a week period of time. And it's good for my body. Tastes delicious with the tzatziki sauce. I cannot order that now because I already ate the majority of my calories for today. And then I'm going out to eat with a friend tomorrow for her birthday. So I know that's going to have its its um fair share of calories. And then, um, yeah. All right, y'all. I'll talk to you later. Bye.